Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number uh, 442 or 43 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. This is going to be one of our shortest episodes of all time. As you might have noticed, we are operating without an introduction or anything because, wow, we've had a catastrophic disaster here at the studio. But hopefully this, at least this sliver of an episode, will get out to you. It's being recorded for you on... Oh, just after midnight, uh, on, what the fuck is the date? Uh, Saturday, the 22nd of April, 2023. Uh, so, I know, you can hear my dinner cooking in the background. Ah, crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there in the booth. You're fired, Ivor, but for once, he is not to blame for, I'm the one to blame for this week's disaster. Um, so here's the deal. I don't have a computer this week because I broke mine in half. Now, for some of you, that might like involve the image of like visually, if you just imagine that. It might involve like a drunken madman breaking a laptop in half. No, this is a desktop. This is a tower system. This is a server case, actually. It's a server-sized case. That's not what broke in half. That's what... That's where the problem started, though. What broke in half was my motherboard. Um, so, yeah. That was unexpected. I was expecting to port over my... from my Nanoxia whatever fucking case my motherboard into this other fucking case so that I could then use my new 4090T, or 4090, it's just an RTX 4090. I did not expect my motherboard to break in half! It's never happened to me before, ever in the history of my life with computers or building computers. And when it happened, about three hours ago, I was like... Oh, shit, bro. You just fucked up hardcore. So, we don't really have a show for you this week. Why don't we have a show for you this week? Because I didn't expect this to happen. I know, bad system administrator. Yeah, well, guess what, motherfuckers? Anyone who wants to say that to my face, I can walk you back through a hundred fucking things that would have made you shit your pants and die and be fired that I have saved through sheer system system administration wizardry. And yes, I'm drunk, because now I have to spend all the last of my money in the face of the planet to buy a new goddamn motherboard and a CPU and all the RAM. And a new systems case. So we're really pumped about that. But, Ivor, 2023-04-22 for our sequel friends. God damn it. God damn it. You don't understand. Like, this is going to... It's going to cripple me for a year. Oh, well, woe is me. 
I am still off my medication. Straight to our top stories. We have no top stories for you. This is our top story. Still off my medication. I can't play any video games. At all. As of now. Tomorrow I will fix it by spending all of, all of my money. I mean, like, I'm going to have to go blow all my fucking money. All of it. It's got to be at least a thousand bucks. Motherboard, CPU, cooler, RAM. My alternative is nothing. I have no alternative. There's no other plan. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the other plan normally would be playing games on whatever streaming service that I, I pay for these days. But I think one of them went out of business. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, oh, I think it was probably the one that I... I'm just going to guess. Yeah, it's my food finishing. I'm going to guess that it was the one that I betted most heavily on. So I'm going to say it was Google Stadia that is now done. But I have so many notebooks and netbooks, all of the netbooks. But all what was funny is this destroys my entire this destroys my entire life. Oh, well. I wonder if this has even been recording at all. I'm on my uh, iPad. My 11-year-old iPad. But. Because of that, I don't have access to this week's show news. I can't tell you anything about what was going on on my PC. Other than what I was working on. Um, yeah, but come hook or crook, I always post an episode. So this is our week's episode. A meek good will follow. Actually, probably won't follow. This is it. So just going from my memory from today's, from this last week's worth of gaming, There are some good titles out there. Um, what I have spent most of my time playing was Dwarf Fortress and... Oh, yeah, that's that was the... Okay, so here we go. Ivor, based on with this week's feature... Oh, wait, we can't do that because we don't have our computer, which has all the sounds. Wonderful. Anyone wants to fuck with me about this? You try running a 32-terabyte uh, ZFS array uh, striped and mirrored um, and then have that motherboard break. Unless you're a fucking data center, go fuck yourself. And it seems to be a theme for tonight. Oh, Ivor Molino holding up the whiskey sign. Ivor, you're fired. Good. Mmm. So, we were going to post 
for this week's episode. I'm going off of memory here, even though I normally keep my notes on my iPad so I can do them out in longhand, which I prefer for the rundown where Ivor and I collaborate. Um, to no avail. Silence, machine! One moment! Sorry, that was my delicious microwave lasagna that's awaiting for me. Anyway, Best Linux Games Podcast, episode number 400, I think it's 443. I can't even check, because that's information is up there. Ready, aim, fire! So, here was the feature that we were going to run, but this is like, I'm drunk and I'm super depressed and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So we're going to do like a very drunk and depressed and fucked up version of our feature. Ivor, based him with the feature. Marty, we have to go back. Back to the feature. Ah, uh, thank you, Doc Brown. Awesome. That was great, Ivor. You're fired. Um, so our feature this week is a game that kind of goes against my principles for like games that we cover on this, on this podcast. It's a game called Dredge, D-R-E-D-G-E, as in like dredging up the old and forgotten, or as in dredging up, uh, Uh, sunken wastes. Dredge is like this act. It's not an action rogue. Like it's a fishing simulator. It's a very terrible fishing sim- simulator. But it's a narrative kind of voxel, low poly. Um, you know, it's designed for twin stick. It's narrative driven. It's really good, but it is nowhere near as good as what everyone has said. I mean, it's like the the reviews are like overwhelming positive out of the asshole. And I don't understand if any of these people, if I've gone insane or if any of these people have just never played a video game before. So here's the deal about Dredge. Yes, it will enchant you and make it will enslave you a little bit. If you're particularly if you're particularly stupid, it will absolutely entrance you. The idea of Dredge is this. You have a little boat, okay? You're in a little voxel world in the sea. Your little boat has a little light. Your little boat has various different types of fishing gear, and you can upgrade them and purchase new ones and swap them out and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Your little light, after you set out from port, nothing, no no time moves unless you're moving or unless you're fishing. How does the fishing mechanic work, I hear you cry? Well, you troll up to like a fucking disturbance in the water and you press the A button to begin fishing. This is the same for every type of fishing. But this game gets actually fairly complex fairly quickly, and it's it's a very much narrative-driven game. But here's the deal. Here's the fundamental conflict. 
you fish, you move around, you go around, you trawl, you maybe later on you, you throw down some crab traps, you dredge up some shit once you can start dredging stuff, you complete some side quests, etc., etc., etc. All the while, your eye has got to be fixated upon the 24-hour clock in the middle of, top middle of the screen, underneath of which is a eyeball that goes from, like, completely not even there to, like, a swollen, red, irritated, psychotic, twitchy eyeball. That eyeball represents how long it's been since you've been to sleep. You will start to hallucinate and lose control of your ship, and shit will just get bad in general if you're out on the water without enough rest. But then there's also this other thing. There's also this demonic kind of force. There's these mutated fish that you can catch. And there's all these subplots. Basically, the game loop works like this. You go out at like 3.30 in the morning if you're, you know, not a pussy. You go, you catch some fish, you fill up your hold. The fishing mechanic is totally uninspired. You can only catch certain types of fish with certain types of rods. It's not tedious to figure out which ones you have equipped. But it is tedious in the sense that... There's a lot of different types of equipment is what makes it kind of tedious. So, like, certain equipment... Generally, you can have, like, all equipment for all things for most of, like, the normal spots. This is not a review. This is just, you know, my five hours in. I can't even tell you how many hours I've played. We got five more minutes of this shit, and then I'm going to let you go. But anyway, when you... When night falls, when it gets to, like, you know, 1,800 hours... 1,900 hours, 2,000 hours, the fog starts rolling in, and there's a demonic element to this fog, there's a demonic element to everything in this game, it's really cool, it has a very tight and concise game loop, but now you need to get the fuck back to the dock, any dock, there's multiple docks, you can discover more of them, each have like a whole settlement behind them. Blah, 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 blah. But what you'll find is the more insane you go, the more panicked you are, and the later at night it is, suddenly shit will appear out of nowhere, even with your, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, I'll see now this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, do, 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 this little light of mine, oh yes, now I'm gonna let it, and bam, you crash face first into a rocket. What the fuck? There was no... I didn't see it. It came out of nowhere. And now... Now you have to repair your ship. That's not that big of a deal either. The neat thing about this game is it has a Graveyard Keeper-like um, super terse game loop. Other neat thing about it is it does... Make you feel like you have control over what you want to upgrade. It does not deserve, and this is not a review, but I'm just I'm just telling you right now, it does not deserve the fucking fawning praise on the Steam store that it is currently getting. And here's why. Here's number one reason why we have 
This little light of mine, oh, I'm gonna let it shine. Let out this little light of mine, oh, I'm gonna let it shine. Hope to do do. Sorry, um, this little light of mine, oh, yes, I'm let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Every day, every day, oh, I'm gonna let it. Sorry. So, you're just like this guy who fishes and reads books on his boat and fishes and does errands for people. All of whom seem to be haunted by, like, some grisly, ghostly, haunted past. And as you acquire fish, occasionally you'll acquire mutated fish. And sometimes things will slither into your hull. All sorts of creepy, weird, I'm gonna let it shine. Right? Sing with me. This little light of mine, oh yes, I'm gonna let it shine. That's right. Oh, but then the tentacles, they start sliding and slimmering and slithering and tonguing and licking at your, at your, at your floorboards, matey. You catch mutated fish. You catch horrifically mutated fish. And you keep selling them to the fishmonger. And you keep upgrading your ship. And you keep meeting new characters and keep accomplishing side quests. But my number one reason why this game absolutely is not deserving... I don't know if this game is not deserving of the high praise. But there's one aspect of this game that really makes me question whether or not some of this high praise that's gotten has been astroturfed, meaning bought and paid for in terms of reviews that are not necessarily reflected. But I, you know, I don't really care about the reviews so much, but here's the thing. This game is very, very polished. It's also very, very fun. It's also very, very addictive. It's also surprisingly dynamic. It's a static you know, fish, you know, low poly fishing game. It's beautiful though. And the upgrades are awesome and stuff like that's fun to play with. But the basic mechanics of this game are so woefully fucking stupid that I don't know what the fuck the developers were thinking. What specifically I hear you shout in orgasmic glee. Am I, am I spooky sprite speaking to you of? I don't need to do a for instance. I can give you a concrete example. When you catch a fish, your fish is immediately attached, the fish that you caught is immediately attached to your cursor. The screen is divided into two equally divided partitions. The men and women of law enforcement who, you know, catch and investigate the crooks and the district attorneys who prosecute the fish, especially the demon fish. No, I'm kidding. On the left side is like the fishing spot. Underneath that fishing spot is a, like a blank area where you can drop shit. But if you drop it there and you go away, it's gone forever. On the right is your is your actual Cargo on your ship. Cargo space is available on your ship. And these get eaten up by different, you know, rail, different reels and equipment and stuff and blah, 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 blah. The idea is that you have to fit the fish that you catch into the remaining slots on your boat. 
So such that, you know, each run you get the most catches, you know, you know, to work efficiently. The game doesn't really seem to give a fuck if you work that efficiently or not. And it has a lot of surprises for you. And eventually, like, you'll start dredging up shipwrecks and stuff and getting lost treasures and, like, crafting components and stuff and making all sorts of crazy shit and blah. But that's a different story. All of this still works. Every time you deal with a dynamic event, like going to the fish mark, fishmonger, for instance, and trying to sell him your fish. On the left is like, the screen gets split in half. On the left is like, you know, the fishmonger or the ocean or what or whatever NPC you're talking to or whatever. Underneath it is like a ditch this forever space. Only when you're fishing. On the right is your actual cargo available on your boat. What is absolutely infuriating to switch between the left and the right or vice versa, you have to click down on the opposite game stick of whatever window you are currently in. Which, now, think about this really hard. And here's why this matters. Because on your ship, or sometimes it's not even necessarily on your ship, like, you can be, you know, quote-unquote, aboard your boat, but, like, dealing with, you know, stored terrestrial storage, which can house a lot more shit than your than your boat. It's good for, like, dry goods, like, you know, like, soggy lumber, cursed lumber, whatever the fuck type of lumber and screws and, ah, wonderful, delicious metal shavings. Ah, tetanus park, here we come. You know, whatever, all that sort of shit. All of which you can do other shit with. You don't need to worry about it. But that stuff's not on your boat. It's in your hyper storage, which exists everywhere. But if you want to switch from your hyper storage to your boat, you have to be on the boat side. Likewise, if you want to move something, if you have to move something from the boat side to like the the left side, like where it's like, you know, if you drop it and you're going to lose it if you're at the, if you're in the ocean... If you drop it and then you sail away, you're going to lose it for forever. You have to select that thing and then click the left stick to move over to the left side of the screen. Why this could not be accomplished with a simple fucking toggle is beyond me and it will become the bane of your existence. It is the most debilitating and irritating and preventable and stupidest fucking handicap of any otherwise really good game. If you guys have been listening to me for a long time, as I'm sure it feels like right now, I love fishing games. Forgetting the fact that the fishing mechanics in this game are absolutely rock fucking dumb stupid. They're still good enough for me. I just like fishing ever since Minecraft. I've always loved fishing. And guess what, kids? I go back to Minecraft since probably before you were born. And I'm not even kidding. I go back with Minecraft when my dad got sick. That was 11 years ago. I used to play with little kids like you 
Hey, get away, fuck away from me, kid. You're bothering me. They would just chase me and torment me. I was running IHC. They now have master's degrees and stuff. Anyway, Dredge is a, it is not a full review, but my God, just for this oversight alone, this inventory oversight, where I have to click down on the correct stick instead of just clicking down on any stick and which would, in a normal sane universe, switch me to the other side of the screen. For God's sake, it's a toggle. You have no idea. So much of your time is going to be eating up instead of enjoying the game and it's terse, super terse because you return to dock. Maybe you sleep. Maybe you don't. Maybe you go out immediately again. Maybe you just sell off your fish because the fishmonger is open 24 hours a day. I'm only like five hours into this game and I really like this game. But this fucking shit with the like between the two windows, it's like they didn't give a flying fuck. All right, that's our show for this week. Speaking of not giving a flying fuck, hopefully we can get this posted. Cheers, thanks for listening, and we'll be back, hopefully, next week if we can put together the money to get a new machine. All right, love you all. Bye-bye.